And the question for this week is, why don't boys know about cervixes and fallopian tubes? How do we expect them to be understanding when they don't even know what the word menstruation means? And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. It's good to talk about this question because we're in the business of making the world a better place, right? We want to raise kids who make the world around them a better place by respecting themselves and respecting other people. So let's think about this question in that context. I have a lovely friend, a sex educator friend. He is almost 30. He's done a master's in sexuality just like me. And the other day he sent me a WhatsApp that said, I am so embarrassed. I've just realized that I always thought that a sanitary pad got stuck onto the menstruating person's vulva rather than on their underwear. I am so embarrassed. Ah! And it made me laugh. Right. But it also made me realize that there are so many instances of sexuality education failing the people around us because they don't get all the information that is possible to get. They only sometimes are taught the information that's specific for their body. And that doesn't help the world become a better place. So point one. I think boys should learn about cervixes and fallopian tubes. And in my sex ed classes, we teach everyone about all the different things. So um, by the end of that day, they should know what fallopian tubes are and they should know what testes are. They should know what urethras are and what they do. And that provides a classroom with all the information. So all those kids in there can support the other children, no matter what their anatomy is like, to live preferably a comfortable and shame-free life. At the end of the day, the world is a better place and we are more respecting and compassionate when we can put ourselves in someone else's shoes. I'm just thinking of a non-sex ed example, which would be driving a car on the road. Uh, I'm a better driver because I am also a cyclist. And I became a better driver when my sister, my very much beloved sister, was a motorcyclist. It all of a sudden occurred to me that I do not look out for motorcyclists enough. But once my sister was one, obviously my attitude toward that changed. So could it be possible that we can raise children that um, have an understanding of the complexities and hardships for the people around them that have different anatomy to them? Point number two. Sexuality education to do with contraception would say that it's everybody's responsibility to make sure the sex that people have or the physical intimacy that people have is safe. And it's the responsibility of anyone in that encounter to make sure it's safe as possible and also managing the contraception. So if you do not have a cervix or fallopian tubes, it is still your responsibility if you're having sex with someone that have a cervix and fallopian tubes because the more information that you can get around that other person's anatomy, the more responsible, hopefully, you're going to be around your contraceptive practices. Point three, it's really helpful to have lads who understand what periods are and fallopian tubes and tampons and all the things. I've noticed in my sex ed classes, if we are talking about period products, we have an exercise where they have to identify what a tampon is. If a young lad will put up his hand and say what a tampon is and what it's used for, that gives 
the other people in the room and maybe those people that will need to use tampons in the future are more of an opportunity to speak up also about those products because if the lads in the classroom or the the people who aren't menstruating in the classroom are able to speak it it sort of gives the people who are going to go through periods and all the things sort of permission to be able to speak about it as well because here's the thing some lads or people who are never going to have a period, are brought up without any shame about periods. And they can share that non-shame by being in environments with people who are having periods and sharing how, you know, we can speak up about this thing. It's okay. It doesn't need to be a secret. So here are the three reasons, let's sum up again, why it's really useful for lads or people without cervixes and fallopian tubes to learn about those things. First thing first, it helps them put themselves in other people's shoes and be more understanding. Second thing, contraception and safe sex practices are everybody's responsibility. So if you understand how the biology of that work, it's going to make it easier for you to make good decisions. Third thing, Third thing first, lads can help reduce period shame in environments where there are people who are on their period and feel embarrassed and worried and won't speak up about it. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person to respect themselves and the people around them. And while you're here, can I ask for your help? Would you write a review for sitting in a car? This helps parents just like you find the information and support they need to do this part of their parenting even better. Thanks for that. Bye for now.